1: Learn more at Marines.com.
2: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's Purple Daily.
3: Hour two of Purple Daily here on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. That's right, two hours of Vikings and football talk Monday through Friday at 2 o'clock right here on Score North. Jonathan Harrison on the other side of the glass. I'm Rami Makhlouf, Judd Zolgad alongside, and Manny Hill jumping into the uh, touchdown celebration. Hello. Hello,
0: gentlemen. How are you? I'm I'm chomping at the bit. I mean, I, I know this is a football show, but I'm— So ready for the NBA draft tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. I cannot
3: wait. And we'll have our uh, NBA draft show tomorrow on Score North starting at 7 o'clock. Me, Danny, Manny, and Danny Cunningham will be at uh, Wolves headquarters getting us the latest on uh, whatever goes down. A lot of rumors swirling around those Minnesota Timberwolves as we approach the draft. And uh, we'll talk about those rumors today on Mackie and Judd with Rami. Here on Score North. How many plugs did I just get in there in the first three Four. minutes of the hour? That was good. Four. Quite a bit. That was, that was good. very impressive. Shameless. And you knew them all. I'm shameless. And you knew every one of them. That's what I am. Manny, are you ready uh for some hot routes?
0: I'm ready. I'm always ready for hot routes. Let's do it. <laughs> caller has questions. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! And he wants your answers.
3: Three! Red poly! Blue poncho!
0: In rapid fire fashion.
3: Gun flex right stack. 394 dragon smoke.
0: It's Hot Routes on Purple Daily. 588 right,
2: 397!
0: Jonathan Harrison will be uh, under
3: center today and calling out the hot routes and uh, asking us the questions about the hot topics and uh, somewhat ridiculous things in the world of football today. Jonathan Harrison, what is the uh, first question you have for us in hot routes? Balls, 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 balls,
2: balls. Green 18.
0: Why did I know that was going to be the first one you'd go with? It's great. And don't (laughs) blame Manny. So good.
2: No, I'm not blaming Manny anymore. That's just the best thing we have in the system. Yeah. That's just the greatest. (laughs) It's really, really good. First question. We're all
3: children, but that's really, really good.
2: We are. Yes. Real. Maurice Jones Drew of NFL Network ranked all 32 running backs in the league, and Dalvin Cook placed 10th on the list. Boys, is that too high, too low? Where do you rank Dalvin Cook? In the nfl running back rankings going into the 2019 nfl football season
0: i think that's about right i mean i i I feel like dalvin cook's talent makes him should make him higher on this list but the biggest problem i think we've seen from him in these first two years is that he just can't stay on the field he can't stay healthy now you look at the acl injury his rookie season and you figure okay that's a big injury that's an injury that can happen to anybody at any given time um, so you maybe give him a pass for that, but then you saw last year, he was sort of in and out of the lineup, uh, you know, with the hamster, he had a hamstring thing early in the season. I think Judd. Yep. He did. And, yeah. I mean, we need to see him. I think he's played 15 games in the NFL total. Like he literally has not even played 16 games in two seasons. We need to see Dalvin cook stay upright and stay healthy for an entire season, but his talent, I think his talent, I think warrants him being higher. that list but right now it's hard to put him ahead of other guys because he's just not available all the time
3: i think you have seven or eight like dynamic talents at the running back position in the nfl and then for the most part you have a whole bunch of guys who are kind of jumbled together and until Dalvin cook shows that he can stay healthy and establish himself as one of those seven or eight guys or as good as those seven or eight guys he's not as good as this list i'm about to run through ezekiel elliott todd gurley Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Melvin Gordon. He's not as good as those guys. That was eight that I just that I just reeled off right there. So And,
0: and I do wonder though, with what we now may know about Todd, Todd Gurley, if that changes where he's at now too. If that just changes in terms of how much he's gonna be used by the Rams going forward because of the knee problems that he's gonna have. You just, you just kind of wonder if he if he's going to stay on that list. But right now, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's definitely better. But
3: after that, Judd, I think you can make the argument for a whole bunch of guys to be 9 through 15 if we were ranking the top 15 NFL running backs.
1: Manny's exactly right. Delvin Cook is probably at his best if he's playing all the time and not injured and his ability to catch passes as well. He's easily a top 10 guy. Heck, he might be a top 5 guy. But until you play consistently, mm-hmm. you, you can't crack that list. So I think this is very, very fair. Now the challenge is: can you play 16 games? Mm-hmm. And and if you can, guess what? He's gonna be he's gonna be if he plays 16 games. I think at least top eight, if not top five. But you can't put a guy super high who doesn't play consistently.
0: Part of your and so
1: far he he, he just can't. The stat I've got it right here. Mm-hmm. He, he's had the opportunity to play. In 32 regular season games so far in his career, in two years he's played in 15. 15, not even a full. That's just not enough. Not even a full
0: 16 game season yet, in two years.
1: Yep. So, and and he played in what five? I think in his rookie season before he four. tore his ACL or he four. Tore,
0: he hurt himself in and the eleven game. last year. Yep.
1: And and if he can consistently stay in there, I think he, he is a great asset. But until then, and the thing with him too is. 2019 will be a big deal because if he goes down again in week two, they're I think in big trouble. Yeah. Offensively, this Cause, guy cause they is, don't have is the depth.
0: Di- they no. don't have the type of depth of that position. Murray's that had gone.
1: Past. That's going to be a big deal. So if Dalvin Cook plays 16 games, I think this offense is in, in pretty good shape. It might not be completely dynamic, but it's in pretty good shape. If Dalvin Cook plays 10 games again, you got a problem.
0: What's the cliche? Your best ability is your availability. But yep. Grant, right? Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Got to be available too.
3: Next. I think we're uh we, uh, we uh, we're good on that question. we done?
2: I think so, yeah. Okay, good.
3: Touchdown. Touchdown. Touch
1: Hey, Mike
2: 36, call so 57 to 43. Oh, lady. Wait, what? Watch out. That was really quick. <laughs> play what, that was again, that again? again? Play that again? Hey, Mike 36, call 57 to 43. Oh, lady. Five shot. I can't process.
0: I can't process. I can't process. That was Patrick Mahomes.
2: Uh, how do you process that on the field as a wide receiver? You got the crowd noise, you got all the other. <laughs> right. Down, like, how do you what? even hear that? <laughs> I can barely understand that. And it's like, all four I heard was Mike us.
0: 36. If you and guys recall... Wait, that language. was
2: Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. That was yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's him. Sound yeah. like him, but it's totally him. That's hard. No, it does. Yeah. yeah, that's him. Play it again.
1: It does to
3: me.
2: Hey, Mike, 36, call 57, yeah, yeah. 43. What that sounds like him. He?
1: Not as right? Kermit
3: the Froggy as he is <laughs> with <laughs> his little <other> talking voice.
1: <laughs> if you guys recall, and and we, we all laughed at the time, but it is true. One of the biggest things that Childress talked about with Tavares Jackson was what? In Brad's words, getting the essay out cleanly. Uh, West Coast Tavares. offense... Has uh, all of that verbiage? It's it's true. If you don't get that out in a clean fashion, people are like, "What are you talking about?" Uh,
0: Tavares, you gotta be, you gotta be really clear. The essay, I love the essay.
1: <laughs> it wasn't the call; it was the essay.
2: <laughs> all right, Jonathan, what's the question? Yesterday on Mackie and Jed with Rami, we came up with the conspiracy theory about Brett Favre returning to playing football with the XFL in 2020, with the stipulation that one of the different rules the league would have is that the QBs can't be hit. What is one thing that Vince McMahon and the XFL can do to get you to watch their games next season? I've got mine.
1: And, and Jonathan, I think you might love
2: this because it okay. takes a
1: page from your sports soccer. Bring it on. Running time. Yes. Hmm. I've been thinking to myself, I don't want to sit down and watch a real football game that's going to take, you know, what's it going to take, three hours to play?
2: Yeah, if it's crappy football, Two just fi- get it over with.
1: Yeah, running time. Start the game, clock's running. Keep the clock running.
2: It would encourage quarter break. Quarter break,
1: commercial. We come back, clock's running. I'm taking a page from soccer. So there
3: are no timeouts? You can have a timeout.
1: You can have a timeout and stop the clock. But you can't stop the clock. Right, but you can't, no, you can't stop the clock on, on like, an out-of-bounds play. Timeouts are fine. I'll give you three timeouts. In fact, you know what? Three for an entire game. But <laughs> I'm going yes. to, but I don't want you running out-of-bounds to stop the clock. If the pass falls incomplete, guess what? Too keep damn clock bad. Running. Clock's running. You still have fifteen offense. minute quarters? Sure. I, I just want to keep I just want to get this thing done as quick as possible. <laughs> so if it's as garbage as I think it might be, I'm
2: not subjected to do it for longer than I need to be. If this was cram session, you're getting all the points. That's a great one. <laughs> Darn it.
0: Well, hmm. my answer would be to sort of maybe even, maybe like, even huh? uh piggyback off of Judd's thought is just I just want to see better football. I mean that whatever that was in 2000 what was it 2001 when the XFL first the first incarnation of the XFL was just bad football. We had two guys that came out of that league that you know were kind of household names in the NFL for a little bit. Tommy Maddox had a cup of coffee with the Steelers, started for them for a couple of years. Rod Smart, who we found out today has been found by the way. Oh, they Thank found goodness. him. Yes, they. Oh, good. They, they, he has actually been found. Can you say where found. he was? They didn't really go into details. I was listening to Levitard on the way in. They were they had mentioned that yet he, he has actually been found. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he hate me His was the other guy. So I just need better quality football. And I don't even know if that's gonna be possible in this league, but I just need to see better quality football, better quarterback play. I don't want any more gimmicks. Don't give me any, you know, let's race to, to midfield to try and, you know, see who's gonna get the first possession of the game. I don't want any fake beefs like what we had with Jesse Ventura and Rusty Tillman. You remember that, Judd, that year? I don't want any more of that gimmick crap. Just give me good quality football and I'll be intrigued to watch. Um, That leads me to my
3: answer, which is realistically nothing. There's nothing they can do. <laughs> there really isn't. Because what, what Manny is talking about, a higher quality, a higher level of football. I don't know if it's possible. That starts with the quarterbacks. And there's simply he doesn't get the aren't show. enough people you don't get the show. on the planet <laughs> you don't who get the show. play that, that position <laughs> at a high enough level to make the game entertaining. They don't exist. They don't exist unless you're going to steal all the quarterbacks from the NFL. It ain't going to happen. That's what I would do. I would steal. If you want an answer to this question steal all the nfl's quarterbacks that's what they have to do to get me to watch
2: here's mine one. all-time qb and it's just brett Favre. brett is the quarterback for every team can't be hit i might yep, watch that can't be hit <laughs> he just but plays he's the quarterback, quarterback for, for every team. team yeah all-time qb just like playground you always have the all-time qb brett is the all-time qb
0: he's on the field all the time i love it, it might work
2: you mic him up I might watch that. Balls, that. balls,
0: balls,
1: balls, 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 I love it.
3: Balls, balls, balls. I don't.
2: Balls. Green
3: eighteen.
1: I don't hate that. <laughs> I don't hate that idea.
3: Brett Favre is all-time QB. I don't, I,
1: I don't hate that. I
3: don't hate that idea. I'm. I'd I'm su- serious. I'd yeah. subscribe
2: to whatever league yeah. pass they have if it's just. You got to give them a far- piece
3: of the league if they're
2: going to do that. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. We
3: talked about that yesterday.
2: Give them a piece of the league. The wrestling. Do whatever. Give them stock in WWE. I don't care. All time quarterback, and I'm watching. I, I, like him up. And might.
3: Even Can that, he be the on-field? The novelty of that would wear off after a while for me. Can
2: it's he, like he a- be the on-field like color commentator guy? Just talking about what just talking. He would of just talk the whole game
3: <laughs> yes. and you wouldn't have to ask him one question. This is amazing. <laughs> That's
2: how I get to. Of watch. course you can do that. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers second round pick from last year's draft. Ronald Jones says he's ready to put last year's disappointing season behind him. What player with a disappointing season or career so far on the Vikings is most likely to turn it around this season? It's not his fault, but the guy we just talked about a few minutes
3: ago, Dalvin Cook, he's been disappointing, not, not by any fault of his own. I don't like to blame a guy for injuries unless he's showing up out of shape or, or not training for, for the sport that he plays for a living. I don't, I don't think that's the case with Dalvin Cook. He's just had some bad luck and maybe or maybe not injury prone. And if he can stay healthy, I think he has the most talent of the guys who haven't lived up to their potential on this Vikings roster. I think the answer has got to be Dalvin cook isn't it okay
0: um i'm gonna go with pat elfline and uh, the reason why is because i think last year was a disappointing season for him he just was not as good as he was um his rookie season in 2017 and and the reason why i think he's primed for the best bounce back season is he's healthy now at this point last year he was not healthy. He was dealing with multiple situations. I think it was like, what was it, Judd? An ankle and a shoulder. I think he was dealing with surgery both. on both, right? Surgery on both. And he was not ready to go right away when the season started. And you could see that he just wasn't he just wasn't himself over the course of the twenty eighteen season. And I think now him being healthy, he's gonna be playing left guard now, which I think he can be very effective at. Um I think Pat Elfline is gonna be a guy that has a really nice bounce back year for the Vikings. I'm gonna make collar proud right now because I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna go inside football here.
1: I'm gonna go total the football. Big red geek. Ball. I'm gonna go no <laughs> the, big, the, the big red ball. No, the big red ball is uh, is awesome. It can't do any more than it's doing already. So the big red ball is fine. And obviously it's not gonna be Laquan Tradwell because I think that's just a lost cause. <laughs> I I'm, said realistic. Exactly. So my realistic one that I think is going to make Matthew Collar, as he sits at home, I'm sure, with his ear to the radio, very proud. Defensive tackle, Jalil Johnson. Fourth-round pick uh-huh. in 2017. He's a guy that got here, and I think the Vikings were pretty high on. And he has played some, but he has not probably played a ton. He's a de- He's been a development guy, but he's done some things. I think he's got potential, and I think he could be a very good player. And and at the um, minicamp that just got done, there was one day where Zimmer was yelling at him, but I think it's because he likes him. He thinks he can be good. So Mike was being hard on Jaleel Johnson, but I don't think that was – a bad thing, I think that was uh, you could be a key part of this defense and we all know that the interior of the defensive line in the Zimmer defense can be incredibly important mm-hmm. so I'm going with Jalil Johnson taking a step, fourth round pick from 2017 and they probably really need that from him, right? Uh, Yeah, uh, it, and no. it, it would help, it would definitely help, so, but he's the, the Zimmer seems to coach him extremely hard and I think he does it because he sees the potential there
2: all right. hey check new york bozo new york bozo
0: <laughs> is that far again no it Rodgers. aaron Rodgers. new york post new york bozo, oh, new york bozo. Uh, uh
2: daniel jones new york giants quarterback draft pick got booed at yankee stadium the other day who's the viking most likely to get booed at another minnesota sports teams event
1: I'll, I'll get out of the way quick on this one. It's Kirk Cousins. If Kirk Cousins does not have more success, that was gonna be my answer. he's just going to get booed. But he's a quarterback. I mean, quarterbacks, quarterbacks are either going to get standing ovations and slam a beer and everybody loves them. Or if they're not living up to the expectations that have been set by the team and the fan base, they're going to get booed. So, you know, Thielen's not going to be booed. No. He, he's loved. Diggs, not going to be booed. Rudolph, always cheered. Mm-hmm. Uh, A guy like Rhodes, if they show him, I think it's like, okay, there's Xavier Rhodes or a Trey Waynes. The The new
0: Hunter could get some love.
1: Yeah. The lightning rod will be and always has been the quarterback. So I think Kirk Cousins is the the answer here.
2: Is Cousins still the only NFC North quarterback not to have been seen on video slamming a beer? Well. Because the other three have done it. He has not,
1: but it might be smart. Because if he does not feel that he's in the uh, class of Stafford, Aaron Rodgers he's was. gonna an have a, the. Aaron Rodgers was an embarrassment to the yeah. brewing industry. Did
3: Stafford <laughs> do it quicker than Trubisky? They
1: somebody
3: were somebody timed all these. Oh, I, I don't know,
1: but <laughs> did Stam- you guys
2: see Adam Schefter's attempt at chugging yeah. water? It was embarrassing. Terrible. I tried
1: that one time in the studio, chugging water. I think is it's tougher hard. than chugging beer. The water didn't go down that that fast. Oh, you know what? It was after um, Tom Brady went on. The uh, uh, Colbert Show, that's oh, right. And they yeah. chugged beers, and Brady just downed it. And that I was said, "Before I d- all this, but then." And I said, "I don't think it's that tough to chug a beer." And so uh, Phil's like, "Okay, try it, but with water." It was later revealed that was apple
3: juice. Are you serious
1: on the I Colbert don't like
2: Show? Apple juice. Yeah,
3: that wasn't beer. I don't think so. I think it was later revealed that that was apple to juice
2: on, on broadcast television.
0: No,
3: because
2: Colbert he pours a cocktail for his guests. It's
3: kind of often. He has a bar and a cabinet Good behind grief. his desk. Does Tom
0: Brady tell the truth on anything? My goodness. I, th- I think I remember it being <laughs> Seriously, <revealed>. I'm shutting <laughs> my mic off. <laughs> Hang
3: on one sec. I'll, uh, Are you serious? I'm gonna, I'm going to, oh my I'm going God. to fact check myself
0: right now. I don't right, While you're doing that, I want to say something the... I'm going to regret on the it's air. It's Apple Juice Gate, man.
2: We'll get the last. Um, Manny, Manny, did you answer this one?
0: Uh, no, I did not. Okay, uh, we'll get your my answer is this was I was I thought about Kirk Cousins I felt like Kirk Cousins was the easy one but I thought about LaQuan Treadwell too. Yeah. I feel like if LaQuan Treadwell pops up at like a Wolves game he or something, said, he'd get booed. Is get that bullied. like a sad yeah, boo? Maybe. Like, yeah.
2: oh man, you're so disappointing. Instead of just like an angry you, you kind of hurt the franchise boo. That seems yeah. like it'd be a sad like, oh, why are you here boo?
0: Or maybe they just be indifferent and just have no reaction whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just a big what if they showed Stone Cold Steve Austin, what
1: at this point in time? If they showed Laquan on the scoreboard, uh, during a Wolves game at Target Center, how many fans would know who it was?
2: I think they'd know because he's been so disappointing. Okay, okay, I think that's the only reason they'd know. If it was just he's had a mediocre career and he's been he's actually done something other than the four or five catches that he's had, like, then maybe, yeah. Then maybe they wouldn't, but because it's been so bad, then I, that's the reason why people would not know. Okay. I've,
3: I've been fact checking myself. Did anybody say Andrew Wiggins? I wasn't listening that closely. I'm not going to lie. I was looking for this Brady beer story. For what? The Vikings for the answer to your question, no, who would it's be a Vikings player? Andrew Wiggins. It's yes, would be a Minnesota athlete. Okay, I thought it was a <laughs> Minnesota athlete who would be booed at We're a Vikings. On Purple game. Daily. Sorry, I'm doing some research here to make sure that this guy <laughs> tried beer or or apple juice here, oh, so it has to be a Viking. Yeah, that would get booed at another sporting at event. at another yes. sporting event. I don't know; they're a pretty well liked bunch of dudes, aren't they? Yeah, I think we've already said who would even be a possibility, right? Is there anybody I'm missing?
0: I Can't think of one uh, outside of Treadwell or, or Cousins. If it he, would
3: have been Khalil
2: a few years the back.
3: Yeah, it would oh, have been. Yep. Yeah, Matt that's Kalil. a good one. I would
2: boo any oh, kicker, yeah. Yeah, any kicker.
3: And then he'll yeah. knock the hat off your head if you do that yeah. to Matt Khalil. Um, you know
1: who could? Who could if he didn't? If he doesn't produce now, Anthony Barr. Yeah, but he wouldn't mm. get booed right now. But if he does not produce, I could see he's. He's in a dangerous kind of territory run. where the, the expectation, yeah, the expectation for him, mm-hmm. right or wrong, uh, and this is partially based on his use by the head coach, but it's going to be pretty high. It's going to be pretty high, and he's eating up some salary cap room. But mm-hmm. I stick with mine. I think Kirk Cousins is the lightning rod.
3: <laughs> okay, I've gotten, I think, to the bottom of this uh, Tom Brady thing. <laughs> on the bottom of Applegate. I Apple think juice so. Gate.
1: Rami's answer, Miko Koivo. So,
3: <laughs> I don't know that we have a definite answer as to whether or not that was beer or apple juice. Okay. But, a lot of people had conspiracy theories after the fact because before they slammed the beers, Colbert switched the glasses and smirks at somebody off camera, assumedly a producer. So, one of those glasses was beer and one of them was not. Otherwise, why does Colbert switch the glasses, right? Okay. he puts the, He put the glasses on the desk... And then switched them before they chugged them, and smirked at somebody off camera. And this is with Tom Brady. This was with Tom Brady. Yeah. So one of them wasn't drinking beer. Now, people again have their theories on the internet. If you look at the glasses after they chug, Brady's has foam on the sides of the glass coming down after he Mm -hmm. chugged. Colbert's is clean so that would indicate Colbert had the apple juice juice and Tom Brady was actually drinking the beer
0: I think that Roger Goodell and the commissioner's office should do a very thorough investigation on this just because it's Tom Brady And we know Roger Goodell wouldn't screw it up,
3: he's never screwed anything up Why can't they both just drink beer? They're adults (laughs) And it's entertainment, who cares? Yeah I don't know And this is really disappointing now Maybe Stephen Colbert doesn't like beer I know he's a fan of the whiskey. I feel like my
1: bubble's Why been burst. <laughs> but right. anyway, Kirk Cousins should not try and slam beer if he's not good at, at that, because it would just be a bigger embarrassment. The Aaron Rodgers thing to me was embarrassingly
2: bad. <laughs> All right, next one. Rambo, Last one. The, on the, Rambo. Rambo. the Philadelphia Eagles announced their training Rambo. camp schedule. Rambo? Rambo. Rambo. As in Rambo's my nickname. Name name yeah. When I played uh, the corner. That's you know, right. Get on the ball. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles announced their training camp schedule and, too much surprise, they're only opening one practice the entire time to the public. How much longer before every single team in the NFL does training camp behind closed doors?
3: One of my favorite childhood memories was for, like, about five years, hopping in the car with my dad and my brother Mm -hmm. and driving up to Platteville for Bears training camp. There's no place where you get that type of exposure and intimate contact with your favorite athletes on a regular basis they're walking right past you Mm -hmm. they're signing autographs and it's that's what i realized how freakishly large and athletic these dudes were for starters you get an up close view of them while they're doing their drills and watching offensive and defensive linemen hit and move these sleds with the speed and the power and the violence that they do, you don't you you don't get the full impact of that. You don't really digest that watching it on TV on a Sunday, sitting in a stadium on a Sunday. The only time where you really get a really good idea of what freaks of nature these guys are as professional football players is at training camp. And I'll never forget. Remember Alonzo Spellman, who had some issues later in his career. Sure, mm-hmm. um, signed an autograph for me. And you see how I'm holding this pen, how a person holds a pen, mm-hmm. and the back of the pen is like sticking out of the back of my hand. Sure. Alonzo Spellman was such a large human being. He covered the pen. His hand just swallowed the pen when he held it. <laughs> there was no pen sticking so out of the like back. It looked like he was
2: writing with like a bro- broken in half crayon. It was like- it's ridiculous.
3: And I I th- I think
2: I don't I don't know
3: that you you lose something if you take that away from fans. In terms yeah. in terms of their Intimate knowledge of the game.
0: My stepdad, former Viking player himself, used to take a group of kids, group of inner-city youth, down to Mankato every year for a training camp. And I remember one year I went down with them, and I stood next next to Mitch Berger, Judd. And we're talking about the Vikings punter. And he was one of the largest human beings I'd ever, like, st- stood next to that wasn't, like, a defensive tackle or, or something like that. Mitch Berger was a big guy, and I didn't even realize, like – how big these guys actually are when you actually stand next to them it was unbelievable.
1: Brian McKinney, man. Brian oh. McKinney was a, a huge man. So so the the answer Rami, to the question though is what? What do you think?
3: Probably inevitable. Because as as the NFL gets bigger, they and this happens with every major sport. If you look at what sports are most accessible, it's the ones that need fans. Yeah. Like NASCAR mm-hmm. is very accessible. If you cover NASCAR, you can get to almost any driver. The PBA, they're trying to grow their product. You can you can get a bowler on the phone relatively easily Look if you're hosting show. a sports talk radio show. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger you get, the less accessible you become because you feel like we don't really need to do that to make people fans of our sport. We already have enough fans and the audience
0: is still growing. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Rami. And the other part of this too is, you know, you know, none of these coaches want anybody around anyway. Correct. During during the during training camp, they they want the Correct. doors shut. So I think eventually, yeah, it's it's inevitable. We're going to get to a point where we're not going to have any access to training camp whatsoever. I think
1: this will end uh, completely when when everybody has has moved to their own facility, like the Vikings have now, to have training camp. Because the problem used to be everybody would go to, like, a college for practice. And the rule and the rule was and is if you charge to get get in, which I think the Redskins tried to do. There were a, 10 years ago. There were a few teams. If I'm with the Packers, I can buy a ticket and go scout you. But the gentleman's agreement was if you can go watch for free, I can't do that. So I agree to not go scout you. You don't come scout me. But if now, you know, the Eagles are at their own facility and the Vikings are, mm-hmm. that's changed completely. So I think as we get more and more teams, when the last team moves from a central location to their own practice facility, that's going to be it.
2: The, the report that I read the story from says that one open practice to the public for the Eagles is at their home stadium and they'll be charging 5 to $10 to get in. Then if
1: I'm with the Vikings, I can go scout that.
2: Yep. But I, I think that I this totally is would.
1: this is going to end as more and more teams now the Vikings are building a hotel right by their Eagan facility. Like a five-star hotel. Mm. And I believe that they told me last year when they moved training camp to Eagan that they were that there's a hotel near them that players stayed in. So yeah, this is all going because teams will simply say it's too tough to have fans parking. I think there will still be corporate days because if you're a corporate sponsor, I want you there because you pay me. But as far as Rami and his dad coming, I don't need
3: that. Did you see the Seahawks situation in that article, Jonathan? No, if if you want to go and watch training camp, I forgot exactly what it was, but you have to pay, you have to buy a ticket to go and watch training camp, and then you have to take a shuttle bus from a nearby mall because there's no available land for. Yeah. For, for parking anywhere near their, their practice facility. Mm. So you have to go wait at a mall for a bus that's going to take you to Seahawks camp.
1: The oh. old training camp practices, as we knew them, are a completely dying breed and will be gone within oh, I probably loved it. five to ten years. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The Cheese League, right? Yeah. Platteville, Wisconsin, is that correct? Yeah. It was Platteville. The, the Bears were in Platteville. The Saints were in Lacrosse, The Jacksonville Jaguars were somewhere in Wisconsin to start with. The Chiefs were in River Falls, mm-hmm. and then they would go to Mankato to practice against the Vikings. Scrimmage, yeah. But the Cheese League had four or five teams. Oh, and the, the Packers the Packers always have practiced across the street from Lambeau, but they consider what uh, college to be there because that's where St. they stay. St. Norbert. St. Norbert, yeah. Yeah. So at one time, the Cheese League had five teams because the Chiefs wanted to get out of the Missouri heat. Jacksonville was not going to stay in Florida at that time in practice, and the Saints were trying to, to do the same thing. So, But those days are uh, sadly drying up very quickly.
3: That's Hot Routes, America's favorite football talk segment. It's right here on Purple Daily. It's become America's favorite now? On Score North on fifteen. Did that happen without Collar? ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile app. It happened because Collar is gone. Wow. Kidding. We're back right after this purple daily here on score north on 1500 Scorenorth.com and that handy dandy nifty score north mobile app go get it if you don't have it it's free and available for apple and google users and uh, you can download subscribe to all your favorite podcasts give us those sweet sweet five star ratings leave your comments Stream our shows live. The longer you stream us live, the more points you rack up to earn cool rewards from us, because we love you here at Score North. And it's also your one-stop shop for all written content from scorenorth.com, including columns from Judd Zolgad, Matthew Collar on the Vikings. You have Derek Wetmore on the Twins. You got Danny Cunningham on the Wolves. He'll have another mock draft tomorrow ahead of our uh, NBA draft show, which starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow on all those various outlets I just talked about. Uh, the XFL just came up in the uh, Hot Routes segment there, and an article up at ESPN.com the other day, a gentleman, about what the XFL has working for it that the AAF did not. I will say this. I don't think that the football will be very good, and it starts with the quarterback position. I said that in the last segment. But it seems like they're taking a better course in doing this thing than what the AAF did. If you've read anything or heard anything about the the his the, the short lived history of the AAF, it was just a, a bleep show from the beginning. Manny, like that thing was never going to succeed because of the way that it was run and the infrastructure that they
0: had, and the financing of it too was the big was the big roadblock on just right. how successful it was going to be too. Right. Right.
3: And that's so that's obviously where you start in building any business is the finances, money in, money out. And it seems like they have a plan as far as how they'll start and try to grow this thing. Andrew Luck, uh, Andrew Luck's dad, Oliver Luck, he's mm-hmm. the one of the uh, he's one of the head honchos in this thing, and sort of helping Vince McMahon to put it all together. And he says that they'll employ about a thousand people among the league offices and eight franchises that includes players and coaches, and they'll have a salary cap in the ballpark. He said of four million dollars per team. That average is okay. about $88,000 per player based on 45-man rosters. But Luck said that they'll be paid uh, in tiers that start lower and range up to significant six figures is what he says. I think you can probably draw some decent talent with significant six-figure salaries, don't you think?
0: I don't think you'd get some people that were intrigued. That be You're not you going to get Brett not... Favre out of retirement, but... not but,
1: f- Unless you give him some type of stake in your wrestling organization, then you might.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I would think if, I mean, money is money talks, and I I think if you can get, you know, maybe a couple of not huge household names to maybe buy in, I mean, I think you could probably get get some attention to the league and, and help it be a little bit more successful than, if I than could the NFL was.
3: I don't know, what, it, what, is, what does a backup quarterback get in the NFL right now? Do we know? What's the salary of a backup quarterback? Can, what's what's Manny getting? I'll look one up.
0: Is Manion getting a million, like a million five If I or can get like significant right six
3: now. figures in the XFL and start, I might take that instead of riding the bench and making something close to that in the NFL.
0: And that's what they so need is like, quarterback play. So we're talking like five, 600K or 750K? Yeah, or somewhere what, in that
1: neighborhood. Somewhere around that. Sean Mannion is signed to a one year, $895,000 deal with a base salary of $805,000.
3: You might be able to lure me to the XFL if I'm a Sean Mannion and you have significant six figure contracts available for me. He'd he'd play in the XFL. He'd start for somebody, probably. I still don't know if that'll be good enough, but. But you're still not going to watch it. No, I'm still not going to watch it. There's nothing. It sounds
1: basically like there's nothing they can do to get you to watch.
3: But I, they don't have to get me to watch to be successful. They need to get enough people besides me to watch I was, to be successful. I
1: watched, <laughs> as you guys know, I watched the Alliance in week one. Me too. And I thought there's some, there could be something here. And then, full disclosure, I don't think I really watched again. Same thing. And then it turned Same out here. to be a gong show, but... Yeah, I just I just don't know. I think unless you have some type of tie-in where you can get your hands on quarterbacks, like what? Oh, so what does the quarterback play need to be at? Like is Sean Mannion good enough? Because Sean Mannion, really, if Sean Mannion has to play for the Vikings, the Vikings are in huge trouble, and we know that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what does that? What does the quarterback play need to look like for you to to at least say? I'm Are gonna you give asking this a me chance? to give you
3: a name like a quarterback who's good enough that if we had a league full of them, yeah, I'd basically,
1: watch. yeah, uh, Nick Foles. Oh, see, then that's not that's not going to happen. I don't think. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think of a backup, a, a pretty good backup that could. I mean, yeah, no, Josh McCown. If Josh McCown came out of retirement, I don't think that'd be Case good Keenum.
1: Because
0: he's, yeah, he's definitely Case... a bounce.
1: He's going to continue to bounce around. He's not going to start in Washington now, long term, if at all. He's going to lose that Case Keenum. Case Keenum is now going to go back to being Case Keenum, which at his best is a very serviceable quarterback. Mm-hmm. But 2000 and what? No, seventeen was magical.
0: Yeah.
1: But would that get you to dip back into a different league and watch it? I'd, is I'd, he
0: good enough? I'd probably dip in for a week, and if he plays well, <laughs> yeah, then too. I might be tempted to go for another week. But I think eventually I would just my interest would just sort of fizzle out, unless it's like. A big name. Now, Nick Foles, See, if and it was I Nick Foles. I won't let myself
3: do that again. I fell for it for the first time with the XFL. <laughs> and then the AF started, and they had record ratings for the first two weeks. And I was like, people, this isn't going to last. You're going to stop watching. I would tell people. They were like, you don't know that. You don't know me. I was like, trust me. You're going to stop watching. And they did. I knew you better than you knew you. I'm looking right at Judd Zelligan. I knew you better than you knew you. I told you you'd stop watching. The next week I had to mow the lawn, did. okay?
1: I wanted to watch it just
0: had to mow the lawn instead. I had some other The dog had thing to go for a walk.
1: But I think you're right. I think it comes back to it. the most important thing is are you giving me quarterback play that I can watch? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Philip Nelson, unfortunately, God bless him, is not going to be a quarterback that I'm going to watch play professionally.
0: The most prominent, who was the most prominent name in the AAF, probably Trent Richardson.
1: Uh, probably. And,
0: I mean, here's my other question. Didn't move the needle. Here's my
1: other question. As much as we love the sport, do we want football being played for us year round?
3: If I could get a high enough you? quality of football, yeah, I'd watch it. I don't. I don't know that, just. I don't know I don't that that the be, answer to that. I don't know that I'd be as committed to it as I am the NFL, but yeah, I'd watch it.
0: I used to. I remember. I used to when I was a kid, up until I was probably sixteen, seventeen years old. When when WWE, ironically, sort of captivate, captivated my my mind during NFL offseason. I used to dabble in the arena league a lot but <laughs> sounds like you're doing drugs. Yeah. Well, but I see, experimented the, the thing with it hey, is first league game frame when you're, <laughs> when you're, but when you're 12, 13 years old and you like seeing points scored on a pretty regular basis, the arena league, you could turn it on and it was kind of cool. And you'd watch like the Tampa Bay storm play somebody or something like that. But after a while of that, it just kind of, my interest kind of fizzled out on that too. I just don't know if there's, if there's room for another league to, to step in and, and, and bring in the same sort of interest that certainly that the NFL brings in. And I, I just think when we get to the offseason, we like talking about football. But there's other stuff going on, too, that, that keeps our interest. It's, it's, it's spring and summer. People are going outside to do stuff. And the and NFL
1: does a fantastic job of keeping us um, tuned into what they're doing, but it mm-hmm. doesn't involve having to watch games. Right. Free agency is fantastic. Yeah. Same the for draft. basketball. Yeah, the draft. People love it. I don't personally, but people love it. Uh, so they do such a good job of captivating us with spring and summer things that that's why I asked. do we want? Do we really want to be watching football year round, or do we like the fact that uh, your favorite team just signed somebody and now you're excited for fall?
0: And you, I don't. And I don't think too. I, I think when you look around at the other sports too, you look at baseball, basketball, and and hockey. I mean, if somebody swooped in with another sort of major league baseball that's played in like the winter in like warmer climates. I'm not sure I'd be, I'm not sure I'd be no, into because, that. No, because,
3: but that's more of a commitment. Baseball is every sure. day. I could, I could, I could watch football once a week in the spring and some of the summer. I could give, I could give one day a week to, to watching football still. If it's good quality If it football. was worth it. Yeah. But it's not. Right. And it's not going to be. You mentioned the, uh, the first taste is free theory there yep, judd talking yep. about
1: when manny start watching the fighting
3: pike
0: that's actually i never watched the fighting pike because i don't think anybody in town watched the fighting pike because they were never on tv i covered a game one time that's actually Did one of really? the
3: strategies that <laughs> vince mcmahon and the xfl are gonna use we'll talk about that a little bit and uh more on this coming up after a short break it's purple daily score north on 1500 score north.com and the score north mobile app Purple Daily on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Mackie and Judd with Rami coming up at 4 o'clock. Plenty of twins talk. Uh, NBA rumors running rampant. Jason Stark will join us at 4.20 and America's favorite new radio segment. They're all America's favorite new radio segment in case you haven't figured it out. Are we national? I saw the confusion on your look. The the confusion on your face. They're all America's favorite segment and other news at 5.20. That's fantastic. And I have three stories that... Were, it's like if you if you came up with an algorithm to make the perfect in other news story, I have three of those today. Okay. Three of those.
1: Okay. I'm looking forward to it.
3: Before the break, we were talking about what the XFL has going for it that the AAF did not an article at uh, ESPN.com. And uh, one thing that they're going to try is they're going to give their games away for free to people who want to televise them. Well, to networks that want to televise them. And if you don't know how the what the business model is for most leagues, they charge for their broadcasting rights. The NFL, NBA, NHL, CFL, and Major League Baseball. For the NFL, they get seven billion dollars per year. (laughs) Boy. Seven billion dollars per year. I
1: hope they're doing okay.
3: You think? I hope things are okay there. Must be really rough. And there's going to be a work stoppage in 2021. Of course. They have $7 billion to play. That's because be they should
1: stoppage. be sharing more of that $7 billion with the players, and they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't blame the players for going out. If they so
3: do. in 2020, Fox, FS1, ABC, and ESPN will broadcast every XFL game. The networks will cover the production costs but won't pay rights fees, a source has confirmed. The AAF, by contrast, they actually paid CBS to televise their games this spring. They paid that worked them. out real well. Wow. They said, please put our games on. We'll we'll pay you. <laughs> please,
0: please get people to watch us. That's amazing. And wow. then they went belly up
3: despite that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it works, gentlemen. I know you have high hopes. You're not going to be watching, Rami. Just, I will not. You won't be watching one game. We'll be talking Vikings football, though, <laughs> Monday through Friday at 2 o'clock, Purple Daily, right here on Score North. Mackie and Judd with Rami coming up next.